0: Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team's every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And I know that this podcast should uh, or has been an escape for a lot of you, and every podcast about sports has usually been an escape, but it is important and we do need to take the time to talk about this subject, and it won't just be a stick-to-sports conversation. This is bigger than that. This is bigger than basketball. This is bigger than anything going on in the world right now, and that is what happened to George Floyd and what's happening around America. And this is not a political conversation. This is a human conversation. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what your political beliefs are. We can all agree, we should all agree, and I think that we do all agree that what happened to George Floyd was inexcusable. And the sad part is it's happened over and over and over again. And at what point will it change? I want to start by just reading the thunder statement about this that came out on June 1st. The tragic reality of racial injustice in America needs to remain at the forefront of the national dialogue. With the recent death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, along with countless other examples of inequality, hatred, and racism, the thunder Commend those who lead by example during peaceful protests in Oklahoma City and in Tulsa over the weekend, as they are using their voice to demand change that we all know is imperative. While great sadness and anger resonates throughout the black community and our entire state and the rest of the nation, we join other leaders in an accepting responsibility to continue efforts to expand dialogue to enact real change. We are believing that change starts by leading through love, empathy, understanding, learning on the relationship and leaning on the relationship uh, that we have in place to continue to create a positive impact. The bottom line is there's, no, there's nothing I can say to instantly make a change, to even change your mind listening right now. You've made up your decision on what you believe uh, is right and wrong But the bottom line is silence is not the answer. And we're not going to spend the entire 45 minutes talking about this, uh, but I want everyone to know that I end every broadcast I've ever done in my entire career, whether it be high school football play I play high school basketball play I play podcast, whatever it is, if it's in front of a microphone, I end it with be good and be good to one another. And I try to, live my life that way. I hope that a lot of people live their life that way. That's what I want, is for everyone to be good and be good to one another. My DMs are open on Twitter at Ryland You can always go over there and always find me and always talk to me. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to hear your story, learn from your story, hear your side of everything and try to make America a better place, try to fix the mess that has been happening here for far too long. Again, I don't know how to do that. I I cannot act like that behind this microphone right now. I can enact change with the snap of the finger. If I could, then that would be a miracle. and, And it would have already happened by now. I don't know the magic words to say. The bottom line is while I can feel anger and I can feel sadness watching what's happening on the news right now, the bottom line is I cannot truly relate to that. I've never had to be fearful uh, of the police or any other environment I've been put in. And these conversations are difficult to have, they're uncomfortable to have, and that's what matters. Any conversation worth having, any conversation that's going to spark change comes from a place of uncomfortability. If we were all comfortable, nothing would change. You need to be uncomfortable before you can make real impactful change. I think that everyone out there listening to this podcast who's white can look back on their life and find multiple instances in which something went right for you. You can look back on a story and laugh, but had you been a person of color, it would have gone a totally different route. Whether that's mouthing off to the police, whatever it may be, had you been a person of color, what you did in that instance would have gone totally differently. So, I think during this time, we really need to reflect on ourselves, reflect on our community, look at within and look at our community on how we can make a change personally, how we can impact change within our communities. Because if we can do that community by community, eventually this will be widespread around the world and we will have change. Again, I'm always willing to listen. If you don't have Twitter, you can email me. You can email Ryland, R-Y-L-A-N, dot S T I L E S at gmail.com. I'm willing to hear your stories. I want to learn. I want to figure out a way that we can make this country, we can make this place a better place for everyone to live. Because Black Lives Matter and if that... If that gets you irrationally angry right now, that you're going to go to Twitter and DM me or tweet me, or you're never going to listen to, to listen to this podcast again, that's fine. Because the bottom line is, I don't want to hear about all lives matter. All lives are not under attack right now. And I wish I could. I wish I knew who said this first because it's not me, so I'm not going to pretend that it is. But it's it's as if a house in your neighborhood is on fire. Your house still matters but the firemen are going to go to your neighbor and put that fire out just as they would for you. But right now your neighbors matter and black lives matter. And yes, they do take precedent over what's happening because they're the only ones under attack. I wish I had the answers. I wish I, I wish I could talk about this better. And that's why I want to learn. I want to listen and I want to grow with each and every one of you. The support of this podcast since taking over has been awesome. We've gotten great guests. We've gotten great feedback from you guys listening at home. Uh, But this had to be said. And it had to be talked about. And it had to be discussed. And there's no good way to transition into basketball after this. But, again, we do need to phase into what this show's about, while also realizing what's really important in life right now. And it's not basketball. Let me tell you about our good friends over at Blinklist. One of the most useful apps on my phone is Blinklist. It's a very unique app that works on your phone, tablet, web browser. Blinkist takes the best and key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of nonfiction books and allows you to listen to them or read them in just 15 minutes. You can get through an entire book in 15 minutes, either reading it or listening to it. I throw Blinkist on while I'm getting some work done at my desk so that way I can learn new information. It's it's great. It's like listening to a podcast. You're just getting all the key takeaways from a nonfiction book in 15 minutes. It's awesome. So with Blinkist, you can get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist is giving our audience a very special offer. You can go to Blinkist.com. You can slash NBA to try it for free for seven days, and then save 25% off your subscription. Again, that's Blinkist.com NBA to try it for free and save 25% off your subscription. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T.com NBA to start your first seven days free and save 25% off your subscription. Promo code NBA at Blinkist.com. So this podcast is also brought to you by Built Bar, and Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code locked On. And get $10 off your first order. And Built Bar has been incredible. They've sent us free samples of their inventory. I've tried every flavor. They're all incredible. For 110 calories, for low in sugar, low in carb, and all the protein you need pre-workout, post-workout. And again, even as a meal replacement, they're that filling that you can use them as your breakfast or your lunch. If you're trying to cut back and trying to lose some weight, they're awesome. They taste like a candy bar. That chocolate coating on the outside makes any peanut butter flavor taste incredible. I love personally the banana nut bread. That is my favorite. BuiltBar.com is awesome. They sent us the free sample, and I'm already going back to BuiltBar.com right now to buy some more, and I'm going to use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off my first order because Built Bar is that good. You're not going to want to miss this protein bar because unlike most protein bars, it's enjoyable to eat a, to eat a Built Bar. Most protein bars, you've got to figure out a way just to just to get them down, and they're going to leave you with a bad aftertaste. You're not going to enjoy it at all. You're truly going to like built bars. I I promise you. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, and get ten dollars off your first order. So again, there's no good way to transition into basketball, and I hope that this conversation surrounding social injustices and surrounding what's happening in America right now does not only last one podcast, but it lasts for a very long time. And that this will be different than all the other times that you can think of in your head right now that this has happened. I really hope that to be true. And it starts with everyone listening to this podcast right now. Do not let this conversation die or stop and continue to be uncomfortable. Continue to learn. Continue to search out and try to be the change that you want to see. But we will transition now into the NBA. And again... We're getting more information from Woj uh, that it does sound like the NBA is going to officially do the 22-team plan with the play-in tournament at the end of regular season basketball. We don't know exactly how many games will be played. We don't know every single detail, but it's more and more likely that we will get 22 teams into Orlando. One thing we do know is that the drop-dead date for the league is October 12th. So the vote takes place on Thursday to pass all of this, but October 12th for Game 7 of the NBA Finals is interesting. I have been hellbent on this league starting back on Christmas Day. The NBA is not going to lose Christmas Day. That's their day. The NFL has every single Sunday. They even have some Thursdays and some Mondays, but they have every single Sunday from September to February. The NBA has Christmas until the postseason. That's their day that all eyeballs are on them. They're not going to give that up. So the fact that they're willing to push this postseason up until October 12th is interesting to me. It really is. Because um, th- that means that this season will be just hyper-accelerated. I mean, how do you get everything you need to get done uh, from October 12th to Christmas Day? And again, the Christmas Day thing, I want to be totally clear, that's not been reported by anyone. That's not beneficial from the NBA. That's me speculating on the fact that Christmas Day is so important to the brand of basketball that they're going to want to ensure that basketball is back on Christmas Day. And the bottom line is, yeah, it'll suck for whoever plays in Game 7 of the NBA Finals on October 12th to turn around and to be in training camp probably early December. That'll suck. But the Hawks at that point, or teams that aren't going to Disney World, Had at that point, wouldn't have been playing in like nine months. They wouldn't have played competitive NBA basketball in nine months. That's also a disadvantage. So there's no good way to solve this problem. and It's going to be adversity at the league throughout this entire process and including in next season. So I think it'll be a fun offseason this year because there's going to be no downtime. And I've talked about this before, but really sit back and think about this. The NBA will return to training camp sometime in, in mid-June. And then they're going to go to Disney World in, in mid-July and have another kind of training camp period to get acclimated with that. And then on July 31st, they're going to start playing regular season games. And then they'll do the postseason. And then on October, you're going to get the NBA Finals. You're going to get the NBA Draft. You're going to get the start of NBA Free Agency. You're going to get whatever trades happen in the offseason. You're going to get media day, training camp, and then right back in to the NBA season. You will not have downtime from basketball until August of 2021. That's whenever you're going to get your next downtime from basketball. So you know what that means? You're going to get me a ton because once we get out of quarantine and we get back to sports, this podcast goes back to five days a week. We did fight this week. Yes, uh, last week. We're going to do 4 days a week this. We're going to do 4 shows this week because we will still have our Friday show with John Hamm, part 2 of that conversation from the book of basketball series regarding Thunder. He's doing the Golden Era series with me. So that'll be part 2 on Friday, but once we return to sports I want to reiterate that this podcast will be 5 days a week, but it will be 5 days a week from July 31st until August of 2021. It's going to be an amazing run here on Lockdown Thunder and For the entire NBA, if you're an NBA fan, which obviously you are right now listening to a Thunder podcast with all that's going on right now uh, and with no basketball being played. So it's going to be a fun time for you. It's going to be a fun time for me. And I hope that you'll stick around and support Locked on Thunder. So that's what we know right now is to be official is the 22 team plan seems to be the one that they're going to go with. The NBA draft will be five days after that. When is the lottery going to take place? Is there going to be some sort of combine for these prospects that's all up in the air right now when does free agency start is up in the air right now but it's going to have to be very quickly if we all expect the nba to return on christmas day which i think a lot of people do and i especially do i've said it all along on this podcast that the nba will not lose out on christmas so this is going to be a fun fun off season. it's going to be very condensed and there's going to be storylines i mean can the thunder move off of chris paul in two months time and i don't mean that negatively as if it's some big chore to get rid of Chris Paul as we once thought it would be uh, this time last year, uh, but can you make the contracts and the, uh, and the details work out in a couple months before you start the season again uh, regarding Chris Paul, because you are going to get assets for Chris Paul. So your price point is going to have to be a ton of negotiating. It's going to be interesting. A lot of the, uh, this offseason is going to be a whirlwind. You're going to be getting woe notifications at all hours of the night because you have to just, Boom, 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 get into the next thing. We're getting getting to the next stage of the offseason. Uh, one other thing that's being talked about is possibly flipping and doing free agency right after game seven instead of the draft. Doing free agency first and then the draft. You, you can make the argument for the chicken or the egg in this case. You can say, yeah, well, why wouldn't you go into the draft knowing what your team looks like after free agency? And then you could say, yeah, well, why wouldn't the players decide what team to go to after they know what it looks like on draft night? Because you get draft night trades, uh, you get you land big prospects. So you can take it or leave it with that. Personally, I've always been biased towards having the free agency first. So I would enjoy uh, doing the free agency thing first uh, if the NBA decided to flip-flop that uh, this year. But we'll see. That's still up in the air. And that's still undetermined right now. But what is determined is the fact that Rock Auto can save you a ton of money. With the increasing numbers of makes and models of every single car that there is on the face of the earth, it is impossible to stock up on all the parts you need in a traditional chain links storefront. In a traditional auto parts store, they're not going to have everything you need. So why endeavor on a pointless and senseless journey questioning what you need, what parts you might need for your car. You don't know what any of this stuff means. I don't know what any of this car stuff means. So go to rockauto.com and allow them to tell you what your car needs. And the bottom line is, even if you do venture into a store right now, all they're going to do is send you right back out the door and say they've got to order it online and they'll call you up in three to five business days. You can take the initiative and you can go to rockauto.com and save money by just ordering the parts you need directly from rockauto.com and directly online and getting them shipped to your door. Listen, this is a family-owned business, rockauto.com, and they've been serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto parts and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. 20 years of online of, of serving you online is incredible. Again, 20 years ago, a lot of you had dial-up internet. A lot of you had no idea that you could purchase things from the internet. A lot of you didn't even know how to work the internet 20 years ago. So it's incredible that this family-owned business has been dealing auto parts online for 20 years. So you can trust them. They're going to save you money. Go to rockado.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right uh, right Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. They'll set you up from there. An amazing selection for reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So I wanted to end this podcast on something that probably only I find interesting, but at the end of the day, I'm the host of this podcast, and sometimes I'm going to do segments that are only for me. So uh, I I wanted to dive into what a broadcast could look like in Disney World Uh, because, again, I'm a play-to-play guy on the Oklahoma Sports Network, so you might have heard me uh, broadcasting a lot in high football games uh, or just doing some high school basketball games there. Uh, But I really enjoy the media side of sports, and I really enjoy you know, getting into the nitty gritty of of media, uh, because that's interesting to me. I I find it very, very interesting, Uh, almost as interesting as the sport itself. It's it's how ESPN and different things handle uh, certain aspects of the job. So this is going to be the weirdest play-by-play you're ever going to see in your life. As a peek behind the curtain, in play-by-play, you're not just constantly talking. You're, You're setting the stage. You're describing the play. And then you let the crowd tell the story when you're at that level of the NBA and the NFL and big time sports. Now in 6A high school football, in a closed off press box, yeah, we're we're constantly talking up there because you can't hear the the, the crowd anyway. But uh, you know, in the NBA, you get a huge bang from Mike Green, Mike Breen, and then it's silent. You're hearing Chesapeake explode. You're hearing Oracle explode. How do they handle that? Because right now. If you stop talking as a play-to-play guy and your your color guys don't pick you up, you're going to get just dead air just just or piped-in crowd noise. How's that going to look? How's that going to work? Uh, but we've talked about that before, and I do still want to monitor that moving forward. That's kind of my biggest question right now. And that's a good thing because that means that basketball is incredibly close to returning. Because my question is no longer about the format. I think that we have the format. We have the 22-team plan. It's going to get voted on. Uh, it's going to work out. That's what they're going to do, bottom line. They're going to do 22 teams. Uh, the Wizards will be there. The, the Suns will be there. No one really knows why they're going to be there. Uh, bottom line, it's going to be for money. Uh, but they're going to be there. They're going to show up. They're going to do a play-in tournament, and then we're going to get into the regular postseason. Uh, so the question remains now, not the start date because we have July 31st, not the end date because we have October 12th. The question remains now is how are we going to get to watch it? How are we going to get to enjoy it because no one's going to get to go to the games? So I, do, I am interested in how – Uh, the play-by-play broadcast and the broadcast itself will work. I also am interested in the court itself because this is the uh, Disney world. It's in Disney world, but it's also sponsored by ESPN. I believe it's called the Disney, the Disney world ESPN world of sports complex or something like that. So ESPN is all over the place because Disney owns ESPN. But a lot of these games, actually half of the playoff games, are on TNT. So what are they going to do with the ESPN signage? What are they going to do with the logos on the court that all have Disney and ESPN on it whenever they're playing on TNT? Does TNT just have to suck it up and give free advertising to Disney and give free advertising to ESPN? Is that kind of the NBA just saying, hey, you've, you, Turner, you've got to just take this because we're getting such a great deal here as Disney being the the, the host city? Uh, or do they just totally change the court pieces and make it just an NBA logo, kind of like what you see at the uh, Combine. At at the Combine, it's just an NBA logo, uh, and it does say, like, the NBA Draft Combine or whatever. But it's a standard NBA logo, no teams or anything, uh, but just to put that there and and replace the Disney World signage. Or they just let it ride out. And again, this is a nerdy topic. This is a self-involved topic, being someone that's in the media and loves the media aspect of this. But this is also a good sign because if this is what we're debating right now, then that means that basketball is very, very, very close to returning. So again, I hope that you guys enjoyed this week of podcasts, and I know that you'll enjoy part two of my conversation with John Hamm. He was incredible on the Thunder Book of Basketball. Next Friday, you're going to enjoy a great conversation with Brady Trantham to wrap up the Book of Basketball series with the Brody era. So it's going to be awesome what we have lined up for Lockdown Thunder, but I also hope that you take the time to sit back, to reflect, and to figure out how each and every one of us can be better, can make change, and can impact this world in a positive manner, and can really, truly end social injustice for once and for all. Again, it's not going to happen overnight. I don't have the magic words to make it happen. I don't know how to go about making it happen, besides just supporting and standing with and being together with our community of people of color and our black community and everyone involved in this and standing with the black lives matter protest and, and, and being an ally besides that, I don't know how to go about this. So again, I want to hear your stories. I want to hear how, how, how we can make change. And you can, again, tweet at me, Ryland underscore styles at R Y L A N underscore T I L E S email me Ryland dot styles. That's all in the description below this podcast. So I am open to any conversations that you're willing to have, uh, and I am waiting and waiting to hear your stories and to hear how we can make change. But be good and be good to one another, and we'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder. What a perfect ending to a historic day! A hey, Prime members!